1: There's white things in the air. What's this? I can't believe my eyes. I must be dreaming. Wake up, Jack. This isn't fair. What's this? Welcome back, listeners, to a special Christmas episode of 31 for 31.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Our seaside, not B-side, seaside selection for Christmas is the 1993 classic, The Nightmare Before Christmas, which directed by Henry Selleck created, authored by Tim Burton, we'll get into that. And, uh, you know, kind of the perfect melding of Halloween and Christmas. A ho-ho Halloween film. (laughs) And we'll get into all that, but first of all, let me introduce myself. I am Jamie, and I'm with my co-host, per usual,
0: I don't know who Jamie is. I only know you as the pumpkin.
1: King. <laughs> I yeah. I prefer Bone Daddy. His other his <laughs> other pseudonym. Um,
0: I'm uh, I'm I'm the mayor of Halloween Town. The two face. I'm
2: Oogie Boogie. <laughs>
0: yeah, Mayor of Halloween Town, Cody Mason, and Mister Oogie Boogie. Mister
2: Oogie Boogie, Chris Boniello. Yeah.
0: We're back we're back and we are arguably back. more Halloween-y than ever or <laughs> the least Halloween-y we've ever been depending I, on I your feel like we had to take. come
2: back because this one somehow was like one of the most requested episodes before we even did our first Halloween series. <laughs> we brought it up and people were like, oh nice, you do doing Nightmare Before Christmas? And we're like, you'll see.
0: I think this is a distinctly Christmas film. Like I am like hard, 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 hard Christmas. It, and I'll explain why. And it involves all of Tim Burton's life
1: story. <laughs> I, I 100% agree. Tim Burton said he was inspired by the fact that he saw like the decorations at dollar stores go from Christmas or from Halloween to Christmas and he like thought that was an interesting sort of visual and that kind of yeah. became this like thematic thread that is carried into this movie. And I 100% agree that I I consider this more of a Christmas movie than a Halloween movie, but it has that nice halloween texture so yeah i
2: feel like we just rode out of that time of the year now we're we're riding into real christmas but there was there is that moment where the holidays get confused and this is almost a flip on it where halloween invades christmas Where normally in the stores i feel like i'm just coming down from halloween not even i, <laughs> I still kind of want to do another party in my costume and it's already christmas lights are up
1: yeah
0: and i really think this one analyzes what it's like to be baby Tim Burton growing up in Burbank, being a goth in sunny California with parents (laughs) who love you, which we'll talk infinitely about because that's the whole deal. And late career Tim Burton basically is Jack Skellington at the beginning of this movie, being all gothed out and not knowing how to redread that ground anymore. But I really think this is like a Halloween fans approach to Christmas as opposed to a Halloween fan enjoying Halloween. People don't even like Halloween in this movie, (laughs) but I think it's about like the weirdness of Halloween and the way that you look at that holiday and analyzing all of the weird texture and tradition of that and the kind of pagan ritual of it and taking that same weird microscope to the traditions of Christmas. And that's kind of the whole descent into, you know, Jack Skellington become Jack Santa Clausington um, is is him like over 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 trying to explain what christmas is in terms of the ritual in terms of the iconography in terms of all of the texture of it in a way that's like okay you're losing the forest for the trees here um so uh
1: and i think it ends up (laughs) trees with icons of holidays oh (laughs) of course
0: yeah i mean that's the forest we're talking about and yeah i think it just ends up being a grinch movie where at the end it's just like everybody kind of finds their heart and everybody kind of learns to love the spirit of Christmas and i think that like there's no real commentary on like the spirit of halloween even though they it's just people living in a halloween town that are used to that and i think this movie is almost disrespectful to halloween <laughs> in a way like it it makes halloween seem more vacant i think than it is uh in terms of like what this is halloween the song says about halloween which might be a good place to start
2: i mean they don't really go into halloween i definitely agree that this is a christmas movie because of that spirit of christmas it it doesn't end or start like a halloween movie even though it has a song literally saying this is halloween there's (laughs) that's how they get you (laughs) there isn't any of that creepy feeling there's no you know leaves blowing in that cold air it it is very much the grinch story finding your heart talking about being with family and sharing and how community is great which is not a halloween movie
0: yeah, and it's really about, like, everybody in that town learning how to be... It's kind of like the faculty, I <laughs> right? Where they all learn kind of how to fit in more. Yeah, you know, yeah. it all comes back to the faculty. It's like, oh, if you're a werewolf, here's how you can become more of a domesticated dog rather than <laughs> who you are, you know? So, I don't know. The ending of this movie has kind of some mixed messaging, especially around the romance, which is... Sorry, Blink-182, a little lacking. Listen,
1: they... <laughs> If they had 76 minutes to tell the story they had the jam back credits. It, including yeah
0: credits. <laughs> and they forgot the romance so they ended the movie with like oh i forgot you were here let's kiss <laughs> so please outro this song with yeah. i miss you by like 182 to, to connect with, like with that my,
2: <laughs> my last note that i had here that i wrote was man they fall in love a bit fast at the end for barely ever hanging out together or talking but I guess that's Christmas, because if this is a Halloween movie, she would have died.
0: Yeah, it's a, she's a corpse bride. So I, I, I definitely feel like they had like a business relationship. And then she just started to kind of walk away and be like, man, that guy's great. <laughs> yeah. like, really? Is he? I don't know. Why is he king? What is he? He clearly he didn't
2: care about you throughout the entire time. Yeah,
1: there's a king yeah. and an elected official in this movie. I don't, I don't know Honestly. how the, the leadership works in here. It's I'm, like
0: Luxembourg. You just don't ask too many questions. I
2: think, it's, I think it's similar to this current podcast trio. You know, Jamie, you keep calling yourself the king, but we're just going to keep interrupting
0: <laughs> you. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's no regard for, for regal affairs here.
2: Yeah. Sorry. And going to that opening number where it says this is Halloween, I still think that's a great, fun musical opening, and it hit me this time how well this animation has held up in comparison to some of the other things we've revisited. hasn't aged a
0: It is the one day that I think it's age completely (laughs) contradict Jamie (laughs) off the gun is like I think it's it's beautiful and it's the most like well textured movie uh, in that stop motion format ever made up until that time. I would say that like they shoot on on two uh, they shoot on twos here where like there's you know it's effective twelve frames per second, but it's like a little less fluid as shoot as opposed to shooting on ones, so which is like shooting every single frame as an individual motion. I think Lica now is just so good and just oh, like yeah. so practiced based off the fact that it's just like a, a condensation of just like, okay, let's just over years and years and years, take advantage of what Henry Selleck <laughs> taught us, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it, it's all versions and versions and versions on that. But like, that's the one thing that makes me feel like, wow, this is such an accomplishment in the way that like Jason and the Argonauts is an accomplishment at its time. And now it's like watching Jason and the Argonauts as opposed to like the new Spider-Man <laughs> movie, which it, just what like is able to do is is tough. But in that way, like, you know, it still holds up its own its own context for sure. Yes. Yes.
1: I hear what you're saying. I disagree somewhat only because I feel like even that sort of stutteriness is kind of just like. Part of the look, in a sense,
0: to me. Right, and people still shoot on on twos all the time, like as a choice. I think it's just like that's adding to its sense of like, ooh, it's a little janky, it's a little off kilter because we're in Halloween Town or whatever. But um there's definitely some moments that just feel like everything has been m- like motion smoothed to infinity here, <laughs> so it definitely just like looks older. But I don't know. I, I think it's just it does exist
2: in a kind of timeless
0: space though where you know the yeah
2: it is its own aesthetic
0: yeah nothing's ever really accomplished the burton look as you know maybe batman returns close but like the burton look is (laughs) which he was making at the same time right that's why i think they're tied together because they're both christmas films made in the same year and like they're the ultimate like cabinet of dr caligari chiaroscuro german expressionist nonsense with Heightened sense of distances and black and curly
1: hue mountains, hills.
0: Yes, like absolutely wild. And I I, you know, I just think that my strongest take on the movie though is that this is sad because this is the apex of this leading into Ed Wood is like the apex of Tim Burton's career. All steadily downhill after that, (laughs) unless you like big fish. I'm not a gigantic big fish fan. I'm a a big big fish fan. I'm not a gigantic big (laughs) fish fan and now it's like i feel like there is a certain similarity between jack walking through life disappointed by how every year is the same and everything is halloween and how basically tim burton had to make miss peregrine's home for peculiar <laughs> <for> children <laughs> like, he's just making his own like his own homages at this point and he's just tired of it
1: i don't think it's even a slight comparison i think he had the initial like thematic thread of the holidays and then he's like, where am I in my life right now? And he just like transplanted that into this film. 100%. Yeah,
2: which is why when I was looking up some of the different production stories, there's the one of Henry Selleck trying to change the ending. And it sounds like Tim Burton just completely lost it and like kicked a <laughs> hole through a set on, on the, one of the sound stages. And it went crazy. And so everything went back to Tim Burton's original ending.
1: What was the original or, or like, or like the, the revised ending that almost happened?
2: So Henry, Henry Selick wanted to change the ending so that uh, Oogie Boogie was, when he came apart, he was actually Dr. Finkelstein hidden inside of him.
0: What? Oh, that's really bad. Yeah, that's, that's terrible. Really bad, yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. That
1: makes no sense. That's-
2: and, and so he had been evil this whole time and somehow, I don't know. That's- <laughs> I just
1: kicked I just kicked a, a hole through a yeah. wall.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I thought it was going to be more like a thematic thing, but the, that's still a bad idea. I'm glad I didn't go through it. But I was thinking it was more like Jack like commits suicide or, something, or like dies yeah. when he become when he gets shot down or something i mean and
2: then there were those issues with the actual writer who it, it appears that she wrote some lines for sally and then like nothing got used which also might be why sally is barely the character yeah that's
0: why you got a story poem adaptation and screenplay credit in this movie and it's like it's really only Tim Burton. Like, let's yeah. be honest. Like, well, there's three people listed there among the four yeah. titles. But, like, it's just Tim Burton and Danny Elfman Who we singing don't talk enough things. about. I think, I
2: think Danny Elfman probably had a bigger hand in this than he's actually given credit for. Because some of the dirty research I did online, just jumping around, was that a lot of this wasn't scripted at all. There wasn't storyboards even. There was just general ideas of things. And then he had just had his band kind of breaking up at the time and was just off making these little musical moments and would come back with a whole musical number and then they would try to readjust the story to fit that musical number and there was a bunch of fights over it having too many musical numbers and Danny Elfman fighting like this is the soul of this movie
0: <laughs> <laughs> kidnap the Sandy Claws I mean you take out exist. the music numbers
1: it's 56 minutes <laughs> um, yeah. I, Bless that. it Bless that. really Maybe. should be <laughs> it's probably like Tim Burton five
0: and long. Danny Elfman's Nightmare for Christmas. Like, the, the, it is. And his name is Elfman. Like, come on. Like, it, and, it would have and he sp- sings the whole sold time. more tickets. And I can't believe, like, I really paid attention to the Chris Sarandon of it all, where, like, he wasn't allowed to be the talking voice. Yeah. What would have been the problem? Like, I don't understand. He has, like, no perceptible difference in his talking <laughs> voice. And he talks, sings half of his songs and dialogue anyway. So I just wonder why that was such a, you know. And what it's process? not like he
2: has any sort of emotional range where they're like, yeah, Danny isn't getting this scene right.
1: <laughs> well, I, I, I don't know about. I mean, uh, yeah, I guess. I, no, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying.
2: Just in
0: terms <laughs> Jamie of. Jamie was about <laughs> to slam Danny Elfman. He was like, I can't do it to the king. <laughs>
2: yeah, Oingo Boingo is going to take me down.
1: I guess I was saying that. Boingo. Well, oh, I was thinking I was thinking that Sarandon was putting the emotion in, but I was like, oh wait, that was actually Danny Elfman in like the scene that I was thinking of. Jack's lovely.
2: Yeah, every time <laughs> it gets emotional, it's a song.
1: <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Did we just un-
0: unpack something? Is is there a correlation between Oingo Boingo breaking up and Oogie Boogie being the bad guy of this movie? Mm. Mm. I'm going to say, yes, you heard it here first, adding it to the Wikipedia, citing <laughs> myself. <laughs> that that yeah, is pretty
2: Because he didn't leave for a couple more years, but I know they're having issues. But I'm wondering, yeah, was did something happen in New Orleans somewhere during a show where he's like, that's that evil?
1: It's, well, it's, it's funny you mention that because it's like, he's the boogeyman, essentially. He, where does the oogie come from? Like, the oogie seem, makes it a little plausible that they would add this, like oogie boogie instead of just the boogeyman unless it's just like he, he needed it for rhyming or something
2: <laughs> no it's like a i think it's like a can can be a style of of music and it also i, I was trying to remember i think there's some sort of initial derogatory connotation with it with, i think it is a like racial a, slur with like <laughs> american <laughs> american <so laughs> yeah, yeah i think
0: it is like a anti-black slur which is also why it's like the one character that is black voiced in this movie is potentially a slur I don't know that that happens and he
2: kind of looks like a Klansman
0: yeah there's a weird mix of like I <laughs> saw my mind that there time. was a TikTok analyzing it <laughs> before this and I was like I don't have the time to unpack what we're
2: like talking. all I've seen is that it says it's a you know an old southern derogatory slur for African Americans but I've haven't seen that it used anywhere or like mentioned anywhere in context other than it's an article saying that that is what it is
1: oogie boogie as one or like oogie or boogie like which go ahead and bleep that out in the (laughs) future (laughs) because i i i I did i didn't know the term itself but i did kind of have a moment of like uh yeah there's like a little bit of like a weird racial connotation i can see there did anyone play
0: the nightmare before christmas oogie's revenge on playstation 2 did not
1: oh. missed it i did you <laughs> me neither <laughs> 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 well that was yeah, the only I, the closest the film i know came to a sequel was they made a video game and thank god that there wasn't like a true sequel apparently there was plans to make like a traditional animated sequel at one point in burton i mean
2: hot topic would totally be revived the <laughs> sequel right now yeah
1: But it's so pure. It's so pure as a one movie, and there's I don't know what else you could do. Like he visits the other lands.
0: I I do think there's like some fun you could have with Jack and Sally's son. Other holidays,
1: like there's for sure. But like
0: I think that that's like a version of this movie that is an hour and fifteen minutes. Like you could have just had like a climax that was Oogie Boogie and Jack fighting through in, in between all the doors yeah, but like yeah. that's as much as you would probably get like they probably wanted that yeah. like
2: or the other holidays all team up you get the Easter bunny and different other representative yeah. holidays to come back and save Santa from oogie boogie
0: right but if you ever get into like you know Easter bunny's revenge
1: territory <laughs> it just
0: starts to be like bad directed video sequel it definitely like, leaves stuff.
1: you wanting cuz you want to see these worlds there's literally different doorways for you could take the story but it's also like, is it just is there anything beyond the superficial? He learns the meaning of like there's no like the Christmas thing works so well because these these holidays are almost like opposed in such in contrast to one another, and then he's literally learning what Christmas spirit is about. I can't say the same for St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> or yeah. valentine's no day sna- there's I also be able to get the
2: Beetlejuice. juice also a very
1: you know anglican white holiday focus there's no there's no menorah door. there's no
2: diwali I know. rosh hashanah <laughs> they're,
0: limit, they're limited they're limited it to uh just what sells candy and that's pretty much it um
2: what sells toys too
0: right i i do like the fact that not much is really learned, you know. Like if you had to compare this to The Grinch, like I, I would say that like things end pleasantly, and basically like someone learns to not have so much self-interest. Like I think like you look at this from the perspective Jack, like thinking that him being bored ends up having him derail a ho- another complete holiday, and he says like I need to recognize that being who i am is okay and i could just enjoy this and not ruin it for everybody else kind <laughs> of i guess but nothing ever comes across like we learned anything which is great like nobody throws yeah. their heart three sizes plus 2 or
2: anything well is there is there a message Ten there sizes. that if you try to give things to other people and you try to celebrate one of these holidays but you're a little different than what they assume they're going to shoot you out of the sky with a cannon and missile
0: hey he was he was dropping <laughs> actual weaponry into <Did> people's <laughs> But in that? Halloween
2: world, weaponry seems pretty safe. They've got it, like, lodged in their heads and it's not a... He is, <laughs> it's yeah, dangerous. It was all... The military-industrial complex <laughs> yeah. is part of Christmas.
0: That's the true spirit of Christmas. I do
1: love, like, the 1950s or, like, like World War II era, like, anti-aircraft guns that they used to shoot him down. Yeah, And I feel oh, so, so I, bad for yeah. what, when he realizes that they're shooting at him. And I, I disagree. I think he kind of finds... I kind of see it as like he's almost like in a creative he's in a creative rut. He's he's got um what's the word? Writer's block essentially. Yeah. And then this has allowed him to kind of re find himself and like find that creative spark again.
2: And he you It's know. how Skellington got his groove.
1: <laughs> it's him doing Planet of the Apes,
0: failing so that he can do <laughs> Big Fish. I don't know, something like that.
2: When did you guys first see this movie? Oh God! Did you see it when you were younger? Yes. Was it a was it? So it was one that scared you when you were young? I had the
1: VHS. I watched it all the time, and I was amazed at how much I knew everything. Like I knew the yeah. music cues. I knew all the songs. Like they were just like the shots. Like they're all just very much plastered into my brain. Like I can just, I was just. I don't
2: really. Ha- I didn't watch it till after college. Was the last really? time I saw this, and it, it was just one of those ones that everyone had already seen and so every time i tried to randomly watch it, it you know on a wednesday night with the roommates like oh do you want to put on nightmare before christmas everyone's like no <laughs> <laughs> Picked this skip to something it's else it's march it doesn't
0: <laughs> work yeah i didn't like uh james and the giant peach growing up it scared me a lot mm-hmm. and so i don't i think i like saw this tape and was like oh no <laughs> more of that but like with ghosts it's definitely so i unsettling. i was probably in my I was like twelve or thirteen. I probably watched it on TV, but I remember starting to watch it more
1: religiously during college as like a Christmas movie. I guess I don't think there's really any characters that are not unsettling. Like even Santa Claus is a little creepy looking. Like they're all weird, yeah. which is part of the charm, I guess. But it is kind of amazing that they're like. I think they just trusted that there's enough kids that would be interested in this stuff because I'd yeah. say Top a lot of kids- three.
0: Top three characters, (laughs)
1: Jamie. Uh, I mean, like, obviously, you got to throw Jack on there. I won't even include Jack in there. But I'm going to say I love the jazz uh, trio or quartet or how many characters. Those guys are just great.
0: Especially the guy's head and the guitar. Yeah, that's that's, that's wonderful.
1: I love the devil. Yeah, the devil's cool. He's just like, he has like three lines. He's great. And I also love... The melting man who tried to give a dead turtle to someone for Christmas and had. To- I liked
0: that guy too. <laughs> yeah, he's. You took one of mine. So I I would probably say, uh, obviously the mayor of you know the mayor of Halloween Town is my throwaway as well. I think he's great. He's got two faces. I but then, huge zero fan. Obviously, oh yeah, Ooh, what a guy. Yeah, pulled that know, one off my list. What a hero! Just has absolutely no contribution to this film whatsoever other than like fetching one or two things when convenient. I Whoa,
1: also Leeds saves the day. He pulls the Rudolph routine. Yeah. Oh, right. Never mind. What am I talking about? And he brings back failure.
2: Jack's uh bottom of his jaw. Yeah <laughs> when he's right. laying that's there. The, in that's
0: the-, the he just fetches stuff or pulls strings. And then uh I like lock of Lock stock and mm. Man, Feral. just pull him a whole freaking list here. <laughs> Cause he's great. And Paul Rubens had just been like proto canceled and they're like, we'll make you a child. (laughs) It sounds better. And then uh, let's see if I go three for three on Chris's list. But my, my last favorite is just the, uh, you know, the last bug of Oogie Boogie's existence. (laughs) I love, I love anything. That's just a hive mind of critters. Like I think of the hunters in the halo franchise that are just like a series of worms that, Create a humanoid structure. Um, mm. So I always like like the last when there's like one left. I always think that's funny. But all right, sorry, Chris. I took I took your li- I can. I mean, I'm gonna go with swaps. I'm gonna go with
2: full body bug bagged oogie boogie to start as my okay. You know, throw. I, I think any character that can introduce themselves as a shadow is quickly on the top of my list. If you are part of the cinematography, <laughs> I'm, I'm in. Nice. I do also like very, very brief scene. Starts off early. The monster under the bed.
1: Terrifying. Oh yeah, that guy's good. Close very my nice. eyes during that, during when I was a kid. Snake Hands.
2: <laughs> the monster under the bed. And then let's see. I'm gonna go with I like the skeleton reindeer also that mm, are pulling. Very,
0: okay. I like that scene where they rise from the dead mm-hmm. a yeah. lot. I, that's that's shot pretty well
2: i like features of sally i wrote that i really like that she's filled with leaves and i think that that is that halloween sound (laughs) that kind of trickles in every once in a while when she takes parts off and has to sew them back on the leaves fall off but other than that she's not really doing much
0: yeah i feel like she was probably cut down by a significant degree and we just kind of get her uh pining after old jack or 10 you know but
1: special shout outs also to clown with a tearaway face terrifying Ooh, yep. <laughs>
2: oh yeah and also yeah, it's a, the it's a song featured character yeah, yeah. The,
1: the zombie with just an axe in his head and it's just brain dead <laughs> yeah the list it's
0: all heaters there's no except for i, I don't know not a good Igor. let's put it that way there we go there's my there's my least valuable player but <laughs> yeah i think the best thing about the getting out of the halloween town is that i think the christmas town is like just as unsettling (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's why i like this it's kind of like that whoville uncanniness that just makes it feel strange but then the animation style is exactly the same and it's inherently catered to the dimensionality and the caricatures of things that would suit the halloween town but when you do it with elves and little children and stuff like that it's just very frightening still (laughs) so i think that helps to precipitate the mood even when it's like oh it's supposed to be uh, a scary skeleton man in this happy little town the happy little town is like very unnerving as well
2: so in the christmas town i made note i don't know i guess this is in the real world because it goes christmas town then it goes to the real world when when he's delivering the christmas gifts i couldn't because there's the news there, so I was trying to figure out has he left is Christmas town only where Christmas is being prepared? And when he's delivering gifts, he's just in the actual world world. Yes. And in the actual world world, everyone still looks weird except cops look completely normal.
0: <laughs> you know what? That's that's
2: sitting in the something. car making the announcement. We didn't the, say it. The, yeah. <laughs> the police but... officers are just normal looking, which is that terrifying in that world.
0: Let's put it that way. It's like the Twilight Zone episode with the pig noses. You know? yeah, yeah. Emphasis on the uh, pig. <laughs> <laughs> hey, buddy. All right. You know, but that's why they block out their face for a little bit too. But yeah, I think this works just because it has zero explanation of anything too. Like, I like that there's just like defi- definition of terms is like, you're in Halloween town. <laughs> like, what, yeah. is, what the fuck do you want from me? You know, and then. And it's
2: also like, oh, do real do real world rules apply? We're gonna show you that Sally can jump out of a tower, fake a suicide, and then sew herself back up. And you're like, okay, I'm I'm in. In a world where I can kill myself and live, I'm in. I'm <laughs> paint yeah, my nails. Jack's, paint Jack my nails black. And black my eyes yeah
0: now the hot topic of it all i did want to address the like you know the be like jack and sally <laughs> cut my wrist well, uh, i miss you by blink 182 where are you <laughs> famously says like we'll be like jack and sally you know and like yeah. Morg and uh, halloween on christmas stuff it's like
2: that Tom's what that is tom's reverse is on a youtube video that has that for 10 hours on loop and it's amazing yeah, so throw if, that on after this it, it you think it's gonna change you think it's going to keep going. And then he comes back in. Where are you? And you're in.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I, where are where are You're in Alamita. And I, I think that's something I was curious about. Like, what about the icon? Is it just the iconography of those characters that just like see their like goth myths and like that are in love? So that's like good enough that it's just like Bride of Frankenstein for came out at the right year and so they got to be like the hot topic romeo and juliet because there isn't anything that even applies to like a faded goth (laughs) romance for them i basically i'm trying to say why isn't it winona winona and gary (laughs) Oldman from from ffc's bs's d that's so what
2: i found from five years ago on blink 182's subreddit right here says it's either
0: ufos or this
2: we can live like Jack and Sally if we want. What's the meaning? I've been scrolling through the comments, and I think two comments sum it up perfectly. Someone says, it's a reference to Jack Skellington and Sally in The Nightmare Before Christmas. And the response is, I know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, so we figured it out. That's I, it. I think it's <laughs> entirely
1: iconography. And I think also, not a lot of five-year-olds were seeing... B, B, uh, or whatever fucking <laughs> acronym F, that
2: we, have. F, yeah, yeah. F, C, F, E, S, D,
0: which sounds want like a shirt with like complicated sexual maneuver,
1: but oh, yeah. the, uh, yeah, I think it's the iconography. And I remember like the kid, you would just see the kids in high school for like Halloween, you know, they would, it would always be the same kids dressing up as like Jack Skellington, basically. Yeah, I did Kobe. hear
0: that, like no, the Blink 182 funny. folks. Yeah. yeah, that's me. We're like, oh, that was our couple goals mm-hmm. with my fiance or something. I was like,
1: why? Just be a
0: like, disgustingly bad. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, even like I, I don't like Corpse Bride, but like even Corpse Bride, like they talk to each other, <laughs> like they have a, like, I don't know what to put. It's just like a weird hold stay that's just kind of like, all right, you know, they these two people are different. But like they're also super popular. Like they're also like the cool kids in the town. Like none of the the themes don't hold. (laughs) It's all falling apart like Sally's (laughs) limbs. Like I I just yeah. Do they want to be like the jock of Gothland? I mean yeah that's kind of yeah yeah,
2: they're definitely the prom king and queen. It's not like yeah you don't see many kids being like I really want to be Locke.
0: Yeah (laughs) like he's the you know. The Gerard way of <laughs> of this society, like yeah. he's he's really committed, but he's you know he'll kill Santa Claus, <laughs> and that's that's not enough.
2: All right, quick question: Is "Kidnap the Sandy Claus" the most fun song in the whole movie,
0: <laughs> or is it? Or Counterpoint, is it the, the worst song ever made. <laughs> <laughs> I I like it but they keep they keep doing uh, lock them up for 90 years yeah and, I
1: like, for 90 years. and it keeps
0: making me think like how does time work in this moment because <laughs> <laughs> we just see every clock being like years of passed. like I don't know does this movie take place in two months like or just like are we just beyond time and it's just kind of
2: yeah, does each world have its own time? It's only I, actually a day, but they call it 365 a, I days.
1: Mean, s- Santa is able to yeah, obviously... I, I, even uh, It's already a stretch that he can do it all in one night, but he does this in half a night. So, you know, it's just magic. It's just Christmas magic. That's what we go for. I do it, like yeah. that
2: moment when he hits you with it. Like, yeah, of course I can fucking do all this. I'm yeah, Santa I, Claus. He, Get out of shit? my way. He just flies up.
0: You. All right, so that's your favorite song. But I want
1: to also know what were the elves just were the elves just sitting on their hands during this time? Like we lost our leader, we can't do anything. Like there is no, a man. Working. There's an. You, right you think did. Jeff
2: Bezos is in every warehouse? No, he's not. <laughs> no. What well, so I'm saying, the your elves and, should have been. Just,
1: there should have been like a contingency plan, like in the Santa Claus. Unionizing. <laughs> in the Santa Claus, there should have franchise.
0: been a Santa Claus. Yes, if you will, exactly. To, you know. Uh, that's what we're talking about. We got to get Martin Short. So do
2: you guys have favorite songs?
0: So yours is Kidnapped the Sandy Claws. I I really hardcore like, what's this? Uh, don't, don't.
1: I was That's about, about to say.
0: <laughs> but I know I could tell Jamie was going for it. But so I would say like.
2: That's the Gerard Way pick of songs here.
0: I know it's, you know, it's just what I am. But I would say that the the finale is actually kind of sweet like that whole leitmotif i don't know if it all follows from like sally's song or something but that finale song
2: with the little reprise we get yeah yeah that's
0: like that's a sweet little song that i i always am like oh okay like and you know for it is played and anyone can see we're simply meant to be kind of thing it's like that's a great ending song to a movie that established them liking each other two minutes earlier, <laughs> yeah. or more than two minutes earlier. Um, so that one hit me a little bit more on this watch that I was like, Oh, I remember this song and I really have a connection to this song. But I mean, what's this is just like, I, that's my song on this that I could listen to
1: 365 days a <laughs> year. That's, I definitely like what's this. It's, it feels kind of like one of the more, iconic songs from this next to This Is Halloween. And it's very catchy, obviously, and very Christmassy. I also really like, just like from a musical standpoint, poor Jack, when he's like dead, basically, and then he kind of like finds his mojo again. I always liked some of the lines. I like the emotion in that song, similar to how Cody likes the uh, Frankenstein's from a Rocky Horror Picture Show. or like, Yeah, <laughs> it's just yeah. a
0: little, it sneaks in, but you're like, oh, this is poignant. Okay, I like I seeing him this.
1: find himself and then, you know, be called to action.
0: And doesn't that song start with him being held by the... By an like, angel. Like, an angel of death, yes. you know? He is, <laughs>
1: he's on his, he's tattered clothes, his jaw's missing, he can't even sing until Zero gets him back his jaws, And then he saves the day.
0: And I do want to give credit to Ken Page, who's the Oogie Boogie voice, who's just one of those bass theater people that plays like old Deuteronomy on cats or whatever. That's just like, you need that. And I think that trope has been borrowed a lot in spooky material sense. That's animated stuff that has a devil or even other stage, like Hades Town has that Hades with the very deep foghorn bass tone or the spirit of the forest in over the garden wall, which is like a very good, Halloween thing that I I almost wish we talked about in the podcast, but like just having that imposing shadow figure that has that like come hither but very, very, very deep, disturbing voice. Um, yeah, I I'm I'm a sucker for that as well. You know, it's just it's so unique to hear somebody even like be
1: able to intone those notes, let alone like have fun with it.
2: And his songs are great. He's also
1: Basically reprising his character from All Dogs Go to Heaven, which is also another... He plays King Gator. I don't know if you know that movie growing up. It's an animated movie. Oh, he plays yeah, a alligator voodoo witch doctor living below the streets of New Orleans. Also a little problematic from what I remember. He's got like a bone through his nose and like all this stuff that probably doesn't wouldn't fly. <laughs> but is still giving yeah, a, not, a, not an inspired, very inspired like good performance.
2: I love his voice and and the songs are great and that I don't know if he has too much to do with the design of the characters but he he does well voicing them.
1: Yeah, he's
0: got that it's all in how he kind of is is welcoming and drawing you in while it kind of feels like he's always kind of setting up a trap to to get you kind of thing which that's what you want out of this. It's kind of like the the beetle juiciness of it a little bit. Uh,
2: And in my uh, very shallow research, I was seeing that the Oogie Boogie Boogeyman character might be from a different world where he has his own day and the day of the bugs. And he's been that day got forgotten to time and doesn't really happen anymore. And he just joined in to Halloween town. So
0: this is like American gods. Yeah. Like, okay. Everything's like America. Which is why he's kind
2: of not part of it. He's just like down there in his like made up casino.
0: Yeah. So they just kind of like, all right, we'll adopt you into Spooky Holiday, even though it's
2: not. And I guess we feed you every once in a while.
0: Yeah. Just like a bug. Um, (laughs) What do you guys find to be like the most, we're going to call this a Henry Selleck directed film. And, you know, even though I think it would be. Tim Burton's most quintessential Tim Burton work. But if we're going to go by what Tim Burton's directed, what would you say is like, if you had to shoot something up to the aliens to explain Tim Burton's whole oeuvre, what would you send if you just got one?
2: Hmm.
1: I want to
0: say Beetlejuice.
2: I'm leaning Edward Scissorhands.
0: Oh, that's another great. Both, one. yeah. I think those are both But yeah, arguably the best choices i kind of want to say batman returns just because of the whole like i think that's the apex but i mean that's my
2: favorite too but uh i feel like it's it's clouded
1: by clouded by being another ip um so i think the beetlejuice and um
2: i haven't seen frank and weenie i'll say so (laughs) i don't know if that like that might be the most tim burton thing since it Apparently, hasn't he made it like 10 times? Or
1: Vincent, yeah, the I short mean, film, is kind also of,
0: pretty. Vincent. Yeah. Yeah, I, w- I would say Beetlejuice is up there for me. I've said it twice now, so I can't say it again. Um,
2: <laughs> I just think Edward Scissorhands, because it's more of like, wait, who's this guy? But he's also kind of no- still in the normal world. Like, it is kind of like how Tim Burton sees himself in the world. Yeah,
0: and I do think that, uh, barring the IP or the previous identification, like we've said it, before Sleepy Hollow mm. does feel like it's something where he's finally able to like put his worldview into something the the most effectively. Like I think his kind of like be the outsider, who's the the goth going into an environment and then what would happen? Like that's, that's why I think I've kind of gotten even more appreciation thinking about him recently, thinking about Sleepy Hollow where it's like, wow, he really made a, not just cause it's dark and dreary, that was more Chivo, <laughs> yeah. Um Like, his characterization of Johnny Depp in that, and how he wanted to poke holes at, like, everybody who thinks that they have it better, and keeping up with the Joneses is all a facade, and, like, really being, like, a goth boy with a witch girlfriend <laughs> is what's cool. <laughs> like, that's, I don't know, maybe that's the, the answer here, but, you know, I watched Mars Attacks on a plane, and, and it was... And the
2: mystical stuff might be real.
0: Yeah. And I watched Mars Attacks on a plane this weekend and it was fine.
2: I have not seen Mars Attacks in a long time. I don't know if that holds up. It, it's fine.
0: <laughs> At one point you get Jim Brown, uh, Danny DeVito, the, uh, Tom Jones playing Tom Jones, and then a cocktail waitress and Annette Benning, all like as one survival group fighting aliens. And I'm like, that's... That's probably as good as we're going to get, if any, like five people fighting aliens together. But otherwise, kind of three out of five, it's it's just kind of, you know, it knows what it is. The the
1: film you'd show aliens to make them invade us would probably be Alice in Wonderland.
0: Alice in Wonderland is a crime. Big Eyes, I would say, is a crime. <laughs> I, you know, I, I think Miss Peregrines is almost interested. Like, I was so angry at that movie because it was like. I think this book would have been cool to read. Like, it sounds kind of cool. Certain things in this movie are kind of cool, but I, I think that's what on my list of like most phoned-in directorial efforts of all time. <laughs> like, it's just like uh, make it kind of dark.
2: <laughs> you just send them the photo of Nicolas Cage as Superman.
1: Yeah, just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm like, here like come here on, bring all. your best. Yeah. yeah. What do you want? I, uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. If, and Tim Burton, I, I do want him to like makes maybe he can get like a good netflix deal or something to make some really just go back to what he was doing maybe he's just not interested in that i guess his, his last movie that he made was dumbo and I'm, I'm not sure if he dumbo i forget what he's working on recently or he's been I mean, he's a pretty prolific director he's got a ton of feature films to his name
2: a lot of these movies make a lot of money
1: yeah yeah
0: like I a mean, lot alice of alice in wonderland made a billion dollars and that's really sad And I I think like, but for the last 10 years, it's just been like, you want me to do Alice Wonderland? Johnny Depp wants me to do Dark Shadows. You want me to remake that short I made? (laughs) You know, you want me to make this kid's book that kind of sounds dark? Like nothing's been his dream, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's that's kind of the problem. It's like I, I literally think it's been since Mars Attacks, maybe where he hasn't just been handed a property. I mean, like he's not even a huge Batman obsessive, like. Yeah. his his life has really just been like him never really writing him never really knowing how story works and just having a very consistent admittedly just being like i don't like writing yeah. or how reading screenplays and just kind of being handed something and trying his best to make it look like something he can do but that that has a lot of diminishing returns in terms of like all he has to say is Edward Scissorhands. Like, all he has to say is, like, there's a boy ne- next door, and maybe he's a little dark, but he'll kiss your hand. <laughs> like that's, that's pretty much it. I don't know. And he'll cheat on you with everybody in the world, <laughs> apparently, because he's cheated on all of his partners.
2: And then he also, weirdly, just spends most of his time shitting on Walt Disney <laughs> and then working yeah. for them. Yeah, just thanks. Like, he talks about how much he hated working there as an animator and then makes so many... Mo- big disney movies with them and yeah I, don't, thanks. I just thanks dumbo i don't know i'm su- yeah i'm surprised maybe he's just not interested in in doing his own little thing i
1: mean they just they film a giant bag of cash like he has probably made so much money from just hey you want to do dumbo here's like five million dollars or something ridiculous he seems exhausted yeah <laughs> he needs to just I, like yeah, he, he
2: just oh, he he just seems tired he seems over it and then part of me he he's also not the type of person in the public spotlight where you're like what are you using all of that money for like he doesn't show up anywhere in like a crazy ferrari batman mobile thing or anything it's just yeah. like should you,
0: drive the 89 batmobile out. you just see him
2: on set like random pictures and he's in an oversized sweater his hair is like fried he's got the biggest bags under his eyes and you're like what are you making And he's like you know another snow white movie
0: <laughs> well i will say the true director of this film, you know what makes it look the version of so good that it looks. Henry Selick is obviously, you know, we in a legend, but yes. I would say that he does have some exciting stuff coming up where he has a a Keegan Michael Key, Jordan Peele, Monkey Paw, not Monkey Bone, but um uh, <laughs> production of a show called Wendell and Wild, or a, uh, I think it's a movie called Wendell and Wild where. Apparently two scheming brothers must face their arch nemesis. And they're all demons and they have goth teens involved. So it sounds like something that Tim Burton probably wanted to be involved with. And they were like, you're not invited anymore. <laughs> like, you're, This is what we got. And then he's doing a adaptation for a TV show of uh, a video game called Little Nightmares that I hear is good. Ooh. So, like, you know, he hasn't made movies. I haven't in a played the second time.
2: one, but the first one's good.
0: So he's. He's coming up with stuff. And I love that, like, Keegan, Michael Key, and Jordan Peele getting back together combined with another force that I think they could really have fun with. Like, these are the kind of projects I would be upset to hear Tim Burton is attached to because I feel like he would just dilute them. (laughs) Like, it's time for. So, do
2: you know what Tim Burton's next project is? I just looked it up. Oh, God. Is it, you know, he is doing January 6th. (laughs) He's doing a series for Netflix. That is a spin off of the Adams Family, oh, yeah, titled that's right. Wednesday. Wednesday.
0: Oh, I fr- okay. Yeah, I, I, I mean, remember
2: hearing that announced.
0: Why not just fucking? Why don't we all just fucking retire? <laughs> I don't know. Like that's that's just so disappointing. I, oh, because that's the one with her with the knife. Yep. On the okay, she's playing yeah. a cello. That's really unfortunate i mean jenny ortega's the okay she's fine everything's yeah. fine i mean all his actors are always fine it's just why why does he feel like it It almost would be better if he did another mars attacks <laughs> kind of movie where he did like dinosaurs attacks was like the other top trading card like just do something that he really fucking would like to do it's, that he loves from growing yeah. up and like even if it's bad it's at least earnest like just something he's
2: he's on like a scale it's like tim burton on one side of the scale and wes anderson on the other like they're each doing the most version of themselves stuff but like one is almost parody and one you're like sure i'm signing up for a wes anderson wes anderson movie
0: Yeah, peregrine was the beginning of like he is now in the league of people who were raised on his stuff and now copy his stuff and he's just as good as those people (laughs) like it's it's a weird like reduction of
1: his own essence and i you know Makes money. They were, like, picking properties, like, oh, I wonder what this would look like with him. They did it with Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. They did it with Planet of the Apes. They're kind of just picking these properties, like, oh, let's let's see what Tim Burton would do with that. And the Planet of the Apes one is actually, like, very much... You don't see him him in that film much at all, in my opinion.
0: I remember him getting voted down on it, like because he doesn't care about story, so, like, the story of that is just by committee, and it's horrible. <laughs> yeah. And then he wanted there to be, like, a... Uh, Weird Jack and Sally between Helena Bonham Carter as an ape and Mark Webber. <laughs> and the studio Fox said no.
1: Well, they do so kiss new like, kiss in the movie. Yeah.
0: Yeah, like, but he wanted there to be like a full on, like no nova kind of equivalent. Um, <laughs> like just go fucking ape wild on an ape shit. Go full nut nut. I just don't a little splice. That. But yeah, that movie, that one's tough and like I mean, that's, maybe that
2: is tim burton's thing he just keeps going into meetings with ideas and people say no And by the time he makes it the movie he's so tired and and worn out that he's just like fine here it is and, and i think we, he's
0: literally and, going to meetings and people are saying no and then they say but i do have fucking wednesday and they're <laughs> he's like how many days will it be shooting and he's like just wednesday and he's like how much money will i be making and they're like a Million dollar? What's your quote? Ten million dollars? That that's because these movies don't even make money. Yeah, he just makes money. Yeah, like yeah.
1: he doesn't care. You know. Like, but sometimes even like the material is too. Well, like Wednesday just seems like something that it's like it's almost like of course they would get Tim Burton for that because it's like, and which I get, but it's almost just like ah uh, like that kind of drives me crazy. I'm trying to think. We of, know
0: what he's gonna. We know what he's gonna do with it. Yeah, like, yeah.
1: You know, it's like when you a certain movie's for Michael Bay. It's like oh he's gonna do it. Okay, like it's gonna be like this. Okay.
0: Yeah, I would challenge you to look at the poster of 2012's Frankenweenie, look at the four central characters, look at the background, and not summarize the entire film to me. off. Like <laughs> Just looking at that, if you haven't seen it, it's like, yep, okay, there's the dog, there's the little Victor Frankenstein kid, there's the Igor. other kind of freaky girl, yeah. there's the little baby Igor, there's the windmill in the background, and we're done. Yeah, you know, like, it's just a waste of time. At this point so a little sad a little sad maybe he'll make the uh the batman uh you know no way home equivalent where all the <laughs> batmans meet or something that would be fun but uh yep yeah, we st- we stand a legend henry Selleck and uh tim burton can just pick a pick a wife already it's some cheating on him. <laughs> Jeez.
2: and danny um, elfman i want to give yeah. some love to danny elfman
0: yeah we go oingo boingo for that go boy well we wish you a merry christmas have and a all. happy new halloween <laughs> because we're excited for where we were last year we were this t- this is when we started the process last year in december yeah. talking about halloween so we're, we're right back where we yeah. started it,
2: it, it was a bit of a reminder when it started and they were all tired of dealing with halloween for the past year <laughs> yeah i i
0: I definitely felt that we were all Skelly to be like, Hey, maybe, maybe Christmas movies are great. And then we looked at a list of Christmas movies together, and we were like, Black Christmas, Santas Slay Two, or this. <laughs> that's all we care about. None of this
1: fucking die hard nonsense. We, we were talking about in our chats that we were surprised that there hasn't been the Halloween just Christmas. like they just they just put Michael Myers in the Christmas setting and then just go with it.
0: He would look really good in a ratty Santa outfit is I'm <laughs> or a ratty pilgrim. Honestly, yep. bunny outfit slaps, you know, leprechaun outfit crossover with leprechaun. Something you know? would
1: happen with his mask and it would become like candy cane striped or something. Yeah. Like, My something. bloody
0: Valentine Michael Myers. Edition, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. like we've got all I want to see him in every holiday. That's that's all I want.
2: <laughs> Evil. It is impressive. He always remembers Halloween.
0: Evil cries tonight. Uh, but anyway, that's Slave. that's really what we got for you. We're happy to be raining in a new year, looking at potentially more lockdowns. <laughs> it's it is truly a cycle that we're trying to break as as a human race. But at least we have scary movies to keep us uh, keep us going. So we're yeah. we're happy that by the time this comes out, we're seeing Spider Man and the Matrix and a lot of other popcorn popcorn nonsense to keep us uh keep us afloat but we enjoy being back and talking together of course we've been missing each other and we're uh happy to have our listeners back for just a little holiday treat a little surprise
1: in your stocking if you will yeah this was fun yeah. to get back together it's been uh i missed it and it was nice to do it without the stress of oh my god we have to get 31 of these in a certain amount of time (laughs) yeah we're we're
2: doing this midway through so listeners maybe we'll ease out of this and and do a few more because we're kind of good at this style
1: yeah yeah Yeah. i'm i'm down with the casual hey let's like hang out (laughs) and talk about movies and we'll just happen to record it and give it to people yeah
2: (laughs) one for one shout out thank you for everyone who interacts with us on instagram it is just the three of us chatting around and (laughs) liking your posts and sending things back so thank you yeah thank you
0: or just arguing with you a little <laughs> <Or> bit <that. laughs> I, I, when people are like i like this and i'm like you're wrong <laughs> that's usually me if anybody's like can i please have you review this movie i really care about and i'm like you have a bad opinion you know like that's you know it's me um and all well, of us
2: are on letterboxd
0: yeah oh please hit if you want to see me talk about tim burton have <laughs> problems you know please go ahead and follow rate review subscribe but uh yeah we, we we'll be back again with another special i'm sure very soon it'll be the leprechaun remake <laughs> maybe but you know we'll be we'll be back in action and you know we're it'll probably be before halloween ends let's put it that way yeah.
1: <laughs> all right happy all right, holidays again
0: everyone. for listening happy holidays happy holidays in every tree every tree's holiday yeah. and some of the trees that aren't even there we we appreciate you. Happy New Year.
2: Bye.